Welcome to What Else You Do. I'm your host, Masao. I'm an indie producer in Montreal working for Studio Cut to Bits. And today, our guest is Victoria Tran. Please introduce yourself. Hello, hello. I'm super excited to be here. Uh, as you said, I'm Victoria. I'm the community director at Inner Sloth. Uh, we make a game called Among Us. And basically, my job means that I'm usually the one doing like the marketing, the PR, the social media, literally anything kind of public facing. So my job keeps me very busy. <laughs> I can imagine it's it's a it's a big community. Oh yeah, it really is. Um, but I mean, I love it. I love indie games. Um, previously, I worked at a Montreal studio called Kit Fox Games, and we worked on Boyfriend Dungeon and Dwarf Fortress. That was a lot of fun. So yeah, it's a. Eh, I like being here. <laughs> I actually interviewed Tanya for our. Uh, so I'm doing like a. So this is like a regular episode, but I'm also doing like a mini series within my podcast. Because I, I decided that, you know, like one podcast, I guess, is not enough, where I interview people who manage diverse studios. So, mm. you know, like we can get a perspective that isn't something that we always hear and what they do. So, yeah, I interviewed Tanya. Oh, that's super cool. For oh, yeah. Things. No, Tanya is a great person to talk to. I love Tanya. Oh, she's She's wonderful. <laughs> but this podcast is called What Else Do You Do? So what else do you do? <laughs> So this isn't something I currently do, uh, but I did really want to talk about it because I am just obsessed with the culture and everything around it, but dating apps. And I used to use dating apps. So what did I do? <laughs> I guess is the That's question. all right. We have people uh, on here talking about what they did in the past. That's, that's considered within acceptable within this podcast of made up rules. Made it. Yeah. So, so what, what about what about dating apps? Like, what's what's interesting about dating apps other than there are people? <laughs> I mean, people are interesting in general, but I think what's interesting about dating apps is just like kind of watching how people present themselves and like what photos they use, what like lines they use to describe themselves with, or what they don't use to describe themselves with, and like how you can kind of clearly tell someone's personality based on just even the photos that they choose to like bring to light and how it like it's horrible and great, but like how it kind of just like makes you really focus on like yourself and what you want to present to the world, I guess. And honestly if I don't know who's listening to this, who has used dating apps or who hasn't used dating apps, but like there's always stories. There's always like horror stories or like really funny stories about people using dating apps and totally like screwing up a first conversation or something. Um, I see I that know. a lot on social media, like people, people posting some like disastrous ones and like some yeah. kind of reoccurring themes like dudes with fish. Oh my God. Okay, yeah, so if you ever get someone on the podcast who's, like, really obsessed with fishing, I need to know, like, why, like, why does everyone put a photo of themselves fishing with, like, this giant dead fish next to themselves? And we're like, this is a really good idea. This is, this is what I want. I mean, maybe it's a really cool fish, and I respect that, and it's totally cool to love fishing. But why is it such a common thread within um, the world? Well, I, what I heard as a possible explanation, which I thought was quite interesting, was that, like, I guess the answer is toxic masculinity because, like, mm -hmm. oh, it's, it's always the answer. 
Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. men are not supposed to take pictures of themselves. That's yeah, I guess. So like it's mm. like we're not supposed to be vain. We're not supposed to like we're not supposed to seek attention. So like I think what ends up happening in is especially a certain type of dude is that the only pictures that they have where they're the only person in the picture is because they're holding a fish. And that that context is like an acceptable reason for you to be taking a picture. Let men take selfies in 2021. <laughs> uh, that makes a lot of sense. And like, I yeah, I mean, I guess just like the whole like vanity thing, right? Like if I came onto this podcast, it's like, what do you do? It's like, I take selfies and I love taking selfies. And like, that was my answer. Like, it wouldn't be wrong because I do take selfies. It's just like, it's so strange, especially like when we go into like gender and stuff, how that kind of changes things up. And I just hope men can take more (laughs) selfies and feel better about themselves and to have selfies that aren't just like the bathroom selfies where you like, like have your shirt off and you like take a photo and whatever, which I get, I'm not here. I don't, I want to be clear. I'm not trying to like judge people for whatever they decide to put on a dating app. However, I I think, I think, I think you are. I think she's here to shame everyone. (laughs) I think that's why she chose this topic. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know why I'm talking like you're not here. I'm talking directly to this the audience, but uh (laughs) No, I I think it's just like it's one of those things, especially I think for a lot of us who are like on Twitter and stuff, of like just kind of realizing how in a bubble you sometimes can be. Because like I've seen this all online, right? Like I'm like, how has someone not seen the whole like spiel from different women talking about like um, not being terrible on dating apps and, you know, <laughs> just being a decent human being. And then you like go on a dating app or something and it feels like a whole different world and trying to like find that like connection with someone, I think is really interesting. I um, mean, maybe that's why I'm in my job where I talk to people for a living, right? It's like finding that like a thread of connection is a really fascinating um, kind of, moment for me where you like start clicking with someone or don't click with someone yeah I don't know and I feel like sorry I can like go on for this forever (laughs) (laughs) no please go go. on forever that's that's the whole point of this podcast (laughs) yeah I just it's mm -hmm. uh, I do think that like our perspective is not typical because we're yeah professionally on the internet all the time it's true yeah I don't know I think it's just like the feeling of perceiving someone is a really interesting topic to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know like a lot of time when people talk about hobbies or like, again, like, what do you do? Like outside of games or whatever, we usually have like tangible hobbies or something, but I love like people watching and just kind of like not staring at them. Cause that's rude. And also can creep them out, but like, just kind of, <laughs> I, I feel this- exactly the same way. Like, <laughs> I like I walk down the street looking at people and I'm like I don't stare that's that's weird and rude and mm-hmm. uh, just, I'm yeah. fascinated like people just walking down the street and he's just like oh what what is going on with this person's life and not because like they're you know being particularly weird or anything it's just that no, I'm, yeah. I'm fascinated like why why was this choice being made is uh yeah, is... no it's it's fascinating and like especially when we just kind of 
So I think this is sort of um, influenced by my time in university when I took a course on deviance. And it was basically about um, breaking social norms, right? So not necessarily, there's like breaking social norms, like murdering someone, which is not great. Don't do that. But also just kind of like, just, just straight to murder, like just straight murder. You know, straight to murder. You know how it is. <laughs> like there's there's being not deviant, and then there's murder. <laughs> yeah, the only two things. <laughs> but but there are things like you know that are unwritten rules that are like mm-hmm. politeness or whatever. Right? It's like when you're in an elevator, you don't stare at someone. It's socially weird that if you're to just like walk to a field and just stand in the middle of it and not do anything like don't look at your phone don't lean on anything and you just stand there people will come up to you and ask you if you're okay we had to do this for like the <laughs> course where we just I'm not, stood I'm not surprised that people would be weirded out yeah <laughs> right it's so and it's like it's fascinating and i think it's like i and there's a social component you, too like because like mm-hmm. what's acceptable behavior in one like culture is not in another so Exactly, exactly. And I think it's just like, the reason dating apps fascinate me so much, or like, when I think about things that I like to do, it's always kind of involving some sort of like analysis of people sometimes, which again, sounds, this is not making me sound great as a person, I feel. But like, when you walk down a street, and you see houses or like apartments, like, it blows my mind that in every single house, like there's someone who's living like, a complex, intricate, like deep life that is just as, you know, profound and significant as your own. And I think that's like why like, like the dating app culture and all that like fascinates me because like, yeah, like all of these people into these people. Yeah, yeah. And like when I was using dating apps, like I met so many like different people outside of games that had and who are still like some friends now. It's just like, they just have such fascinating lives that I probably would never have been able to meet if I didn't like, if I weren't on dating apps or if I, you know, didn't like take the time to talk to them. And I think about that so often and the same thing applies to the internet. I'm blowing my own mind right now. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about highlights. Like what are some notable moments that have happened on dating apps for you? Are Are we talking about highlights? Like, Fun highlights, like positive uh, just highlights, like, like not- notable. Like, <laughs> like it could be negative or positive. I mean, the most fun stories are usually the negative ones. Like those are the ones you <laughs> usually hear. I remember. I I hope this person somehow does not follow me on Twitter or whatever. But like, someone recognized me as like the person who was working on like working on the team for Boyfriend Dungeon, and yeah. I started getting. <laughs> And they started going like, oh my god, hey, what's Boyfriend Dungeon coming out? And then they started asking me questions about the game, and I was like, I don't want this right now, why are you? It was so please, strange. Please don't do this to me on please Tinder. Please don't, I don't want to talk about this right now. Um, wow. Yeah. I, and, I'm, and, I'm both not surprised and, uh, I don't know, you're you're pretty out there, so I, I'm not surprised that people recognized you. Thanks. No, but I don't know, it... I think it feels weird. I, being recognized still feels weird for sure. But then there's been like, you know, the all the instances of either the like, if I had included a line about working in games or playing games, the whole like, oh my God, 
you play games oh god what kind yeah. of games do you play like do you do you actually play games or do you like are you a t- like what do you actually the fake gamer girl games? like the yeah, interrogation the interrogation oh, yeah. to see if you're you're a true gamer girl mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i can confirm i am actually a fake gamer girl uh, <laughs> i've never you don't played actually games play video life. games yeah i i have no idea what games are honestly like <laughs> um and something then with the, buttons sometimes right? not Is always it... i don't even know <laughs> does it even matter <laughs> Does it? Do games matter? That's the real question. Do yeah. games matter? Um, yeah, I've heard yeah. multiple times from women that they they specifically do not mention games in their profile because, like, it uh, skews their matches to something gross. Also, don't have photos that have anything like that in the in the background either because if they see like a console or like I don't know a Nintendo plush. Like the yeah. percentage of weirdos that show up suddenly it's like skyrockets. It's, people can get like super investigative when it comes to these things. So one time I had a picture of me Says the on person a, that is very investigative. <laughs> it's true. I'm I am part of the problem and I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> I am part of the problem. Um, but I had like basically covered up people's faces on this panel that I was on, but except for mine because like it was on my dating profile and someone like recognized the shirt like the shirt and the logo like on the person next to me which is fine but like somehow recognized their like build like their body type and we're like oh my god do you know like this developed like blank developer (laughs) uh because like can like you can you like connect me with him and i was like (laughs) no Please, please don't try to get a job on a dating app. Yes. The p- amount of people who have like either tried to get a job on dating app or tried to flex on me by mentioning a developer's name to me being like, I saw this. I like talked to this guy once at a PAX. And I was like. That's that's not a flex. That's, that's really not a flex. It's not a flex. <laughs> not a flex. Like, thousands okay. of people do that. I, it's, it's possibly it's hundreds of people do that a day at an event. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's very strange. Yeah. Um, and then, like you know, you get the like vaguely misogynistic or like just racist <laughs> comments. Yeah. Which is a uh, which is very strange. It's very very. Mm, how do I put it? It's really strange being called exotic. <laughs> I will say that. Why does anybody mm-hmm. use that? Jesus, like, in, I, I mean, know. I don't know. I, and it's like they must not have Asian friends, or right. did they not talk about it? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like, but because I'm very, like, I'm very vocal about like weird shit white people do around Asians. Yeah, and We're exotic uh, now. We've always been. I don't know. I. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe in Quebec, we we are pretty exotic because. It's a pretty small portion of the population. <laughs> oh, Quebec. Uh, how I love that city. Province, I guess. Yeah, Montreal yeah I meant more Quebec as a, as a province. I, 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 well, I mean, yeah, Quebec City, yeah. yes. Ex- like, really no Asians, but... Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. And I mean, like, there's, like, so... Like, speaking of just, like, that sort of stuff, it's, like, that whole thing about, like was like Asian men not being attractive for some reason. 
and I don't, and like, I don't, and I know yeah. it, like, it goes back to like a lot of like racism and like sexism and like all that sort of stuff, but it's oh. just, it's so strange how those kinds of things kind of just shape our perspective on people and like dating and like life in general. And it's, yeah, it's and- all of that's pretty fascinating. So there's this podcast I'm, I'm talking about another podcast on a podcast, but um, <laughs> so there's this podcast called feeling Asian that's hosted by two Asian American comedians. And they talk about being Asian and their feelings, which uh, Asians typically, well, they're both, they're both Korean Americans and East Asians really don't talk about feelings. So yeah, like it, they, it's kind of this opportunity to kind of break this stereotype about Asians not talking about feelings and just kind of what it's like to be Asian American. And mm-hmm. it's one of the things that's really interesting is so one of the hosts is um, half Asian, half white, and or half Korean, half white, and she grew up in Korea. The reason I bring this up is because like I, I also I'm also half half white, half Asian, and I grew up in Japan, and Asians in Japan don't think that Asian men aren't dateable, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> because that's the norm. So it's mm-hmm. really interesting, like, and I grew up there. So when I came here, like, I understood that, like, okay, so Asian men are considered to be less desirable. But, like, like it had less to, like, I didn't think that it had that much to do with me, per se, because, like, I knew that, like, well, that's just here, because in Asia, like, it's just you're you're just you're just a guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. where I was going with this, but uh, yeah, it's it is really weird how like racism and sexism kind of intersect into you know making the yeah. Asian community like dating an Asian like being Asian is so complicated for whatever reason. I know it's I. And I mean, I feel like that's just like you know anything that kind of goes with like non-white. It's just like all our lived experiences are just vastly different and complicated yet just shoved into like you know the stereotypes and whatever else that we get i remember i had um an ex from like the dating app experience or whatever and i remember after we broke up for some reason like we were still talking for a bit and he was telling me he's like yeah i have yellow fever now and I was oh like, God! Oh no! <laughs> Please don't say that! Oh, like, oh God! <laughs> that's 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 so awful. Why do why do people think it's okay to say that? No, I won't tell me. I don't like that. Yeah, and no, like nobody you, likes like, that. Nobody likes that. Nobody wants to hear that you have yellow fever. Like that's. I know. I, oh. It was so strange, and it's just yeah. it's and yeah, and again, it's like I I think that's why like dating apps and all that kind of stuff fascinates me because when you date someone I feel like you get to know them on a very kind of different level like not saying that you know friendships or like any platonic relation or like family whatever like can't have like deep emotional connections or whatever but it's very interesting to see how kind of when you're dating and when you're meeting new people and that sort of stuff even like what you kind of present first or what you've decided to say to them um and you know even like how people describe exes or how people describe like when you ask like what do you do like what do they bring up first do they bring up a hobby do they bring up their job do they bring up something else like what are the kind of main qualities someone like puts forward first and what are their main priorities and stuff and you know when someone says like oh i have yellow fever as their kind of departing message to you it's like oh okay block <laughs> You yeah, are a person just, I don't want to talk to. Yeah. 
be free. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's very, it's very interesting for I sure. I don't know. Like, um, but who, who wants that though? Like, that's the thing. Like, because like, let's replace that with somebody else. That's something else. Like, right. Let's say, let's say like, as a dude, you're like, I'm really into big boobs. Mm-hmm. Like you would never go up to a girl and be like, yeah, I'm really, or maybe, maybe you do, but like, <laughs> I like you because you have big boobs. Like, cause like, why would you do that? Right? Like that's. I have, I have gotten an opening message on a dating app that was like, you're pretty, but as in, but for an Asian girl, your boobs are too big. <laughs> what do you, what am I supposed what? to do with this information is like. So, but yeah, is, but no, you're it, right. Is this, like, right, is this the should... game? Is it, is it like give a compliment and a neg, like to see if like. <laughs> I, know. I, like, I do, can't, what, I can't figure I, it out. I don't out. get it. Like what, do you, what, what, what is the desired outcome from this? Why do you think that you would, you will get it? Ah, I'm confused. I, I, I this is terrible. See, see, that's it's, the thing. It's all but very it's confusing. Like, those like moments of confusion, I just sort of love at the same time because I'm like, how did someone arrive to this decision? How did we logically get here? Like, I, I'm anxious about talking to people. And I, mm-hmm. I, I'd imagine like in a dating context, I would be extra anxious. And like, yes, I would like, like mull over what I would write to someone on a dating app. I, I think for a very long time before I actually send it. So mm-hmm. I guess I can't relate to someone who would just be able to send something. <laughs> Or maybe that is like, or did they think about it for a long time? And they're like, no, this is where, this is where I'm going. That's the thing. I don't know. But I mean, like, I feel like the more you use dating apps, the more you get used to it, maybe. And hopefully like it gets easier for sure. Like when I first started using dating apps, it was very strange for me. Um, I don't know. Like I, I, even the people I know that I talk to fairly regularly, I, I, I like rewrite texts and messages Oh, I do that too. That's so true. maybe we're just anxious. That's just, maybe that's just that's, us. that's maybe definitely we're just true. Like, there's that aspect for sure. Do you know about the different types of dating apps? Like, you know, like Bumble, um, Tinder. I've, I've heard of it. Yeah, I've. I mean, again, I'm on the internet a lot, so I I hear <laughs> about a lot of stuff. So there's like Tinder is kind of like the vanilla right version. Yes, that's like kind yeah, of hookup, that's, yeah. more hookup oriented, but not really. And yeah. then there's like Bumble and like Hinge, which are kind of like more kind of like more female centric, from what I've been yeah. told. I don't know if Hinge. Oh, Hinge is it? Okay. Maybe Bumble is, is definitely right. Like Bumble. Yeah, is like Bumble the, is the one where the the, the woman has lady, to initiate yeah. the conversation. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I've also heard that like you get a lot of narcissists on Bumble. Do you? I, I don't know. That's don't know. what I heard. I actually was terrible at using Bumble because I got too nervous to send the messages. So I never sent messages, <laughs> which which I get is like a privilege of like, usually guys have to send the message like on normal yeah. dating apps, right? So I, I will acknowledge that. And also this is like, you know, we're talking in a very, as dating apps. Gen- general kind sense, of, yes. Yeah, as general uh, dating apps kind of are of like, you know, male, female, whatever. It's like yeah. men, women and no like in-betweens or but I think some are getting better at it. Like some of them have like the uh, non-binary pronouns and also like not just for straight people. Obviously, Grinder was like the original. Um, but anyways, yeah, there. I also like 
I think that's why like dating apps still fascinate me. Is can the, can the you be a straight of... person on Grinder? Like, or is that like no, exclusively? I don't think so. Okay. I wouldn't know. I don't know. I suppose, but I don't think so. That doesn't that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, so I've I only think... heard gay people talk about Grinder, but yeah, that's why I'm thinking. I'm just I think. No, I, I don't think straight people need to be on Grinder, so we're good. Keep keep them keep them safe. Um, what is it? Uh, yeah, just the kind of ways that dating apps have tried to either gamify or just change up dating apps to make it like special and different, and how that also throws things off. Like how I was terrible at Bumble, <laughs> but I yeah, could, like but... monetization and like super likes and stuff. Like yeah. Yeah, and yeah. people will buy it. Is, it. it is pretty interesting. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, people buy it. Like, like That's look true. at like at the look at these mobile games that are just basically just clickers, and people still like they want the number to go up. That has absolutely no consequence in your life. Wasn't there that whereas, app like, that was just whereas, like an expensive app, app you could buy? Oh yeah, like people buy like what was it like the. I think it was called expensive app or something ridiculous. Or like I'm rich Luxury. or whatever or something. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah I something. think it was called I'm rich. I think you're right. It was like $10,000 and people bought it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Wild. So gross. Um, you know what? Let's uh, <laughs> let's bring back this conversation to uh, game development because this is a game development podcast. Um, oh, fair enough. <laughs> so, um, so what do you think you get out of dating apps that you don't get out of game development, which is sounds kind of a weird question because, like, th- this is the same question I ask everybody. But uh, yeah, well, I, because like I don't know because it's not like you can do dating app without dating, and I feel like this conversation becomes is very different than like what do you get out of dating when you that you don't get out of game development? It's not a question I really want to ask people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I picked. I picked a topic that makes it a little bit more difficult. But yeah, like what? Yeah, what? What is? What do you get all of this? Like, okay, let's 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 reframe this so it's not so broad. Like, what kind of enjoyment do you get out of this? Like, kind of weird, uh, weird or uh, not weird conversations that you're having on dating apps. Like, what is something that you get from this exclusively? What is something satisfaction or something positive that you get in your life specifically in that? I think one of the things, especially when I was like still on dating apps and everything, is that it's just such an interesting way to get to know people and to talk to people and to get to know people outside of kind of your own bubble. I think I can be someone, and I know I am someone actually, who can get like really just introverted and not want to go and do different things and discover new things. And I think because of like dating apps and just dating people in general, like it's, I've, discovered new things or I've like discovered things that I don't like, which actually help inform like, you know, my own life. It's just being able to kind of create connections with people, which is something that I've always genuinely loved doing and getting to know them and kind of getting to know their life, even if it doesn't work out. Like I still find like a lot of people's time and interests and energies, like this thing that I love being around, especially, you know, when they're really into something that you have, you know, nothing about. I think that's always fun to discover. Um, kind of like what this podcast is about, right? It's just yeah, like, it's true. Of, like that's, that's right? why Deep I diving that. into something. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's, 
that's my that's my kind of <laughs> way of getting to know someone and like getting to know them deeper. Not a podcast, but a date or two, perhaps. Again, this is when I was on dating apps. Please do not DM me. <laughs> I will not go on dates. Just had to put that out there. Sometimes, I, anyways. Uh, yeah, just, I think that's just don't that's DM people. Like just, just yeah, you leave, don't leave people, people alone. <laughs> Yes, that's that's the whole uh, point of this podcast. Just uh, go on dating apps and, you know, get to know people, but also don't talk to people. Well, I mean, go on dating apps and talk to people <laughs> on dating apps. Like, <laughs> yeah, Twitter yeah. is not a dating app. LinkedIn is not, a dating, not app. a dating app. Oh, my God. Yeah, LinkedIn is not a dating app. Don't do it. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's flip that question over, which is... Um, Again, this this <laughs> might sound a little bit awkward because like uh, it doesn't uh, this this does not follow our typical format. But uh, how do you think the things you've learned on dating apps has affected you as a game developer in terms of your process or your creative output? Mm-hmm. And I so the thing I think actually is just very useful is because like my job is getting to know people and well not really necessarily getting to know people but interacting with lots of different kinds of people um you know sometimes seeing really strange things being said on the internet um and all that kind of stuff is that like it's it's a nice way to kind of reframe everything when it comes to game development the kinds of people who play um and honestly just the kinds of connections people are looking for like you know gaming you're not you're not necessarily looking for like a, a partner in terms of like dating or anything but like you know we form communities around games we form real connections and relationships and we care deeply about the people within our communities um and i think learning about the kinds of ways that people interact on dating apps and how people get to know each other and the kinds of questions or the kinds of things uh, or ways people present themselves, I think has genuinely like informed the ways in which I'm like, oh, like this is how I can structure um, a devlog if like something's going wrong or like something really good is happening. It's like just being able to understand people on kind of a more deeper emotional level but also understanding that people just want to know that they matter i think is a really important thing that i've learned from dating apps yeah it's quite profound not that i'm <laughs> saying that you're not capable of being profound it's just the the, the rest of the rest of the episode i, I didn't see <laughs> <laughs> we can we contain multitudes yes. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm sorry. That sounded really insulting. I'm really sorry. Like that, no, that, I, no, that wasn't. Really oh my god, no, really it wasn't. Don't worry. That, uh... <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't think that. I didn't think okay. that. Um, okay, so uh, I think it's time to wrap up. So this is my last question, which is again sounds a little bit odd, but uh, what is something you I'm want so people sorry. to know about? <laughs> what is something you want people to know about dating apps? It's not for everyone, and if you're tired of it, it's okay. <laughs> Okay, maybe that's not the thing I want people to know about dating apps. This is a very strange question. You're not question. supposed to say that you have yellow fever. Yes, you're not supposed to say you have yellow fever. Don't do that. In any- <laughs> Why? <laughs> Specifically to that one person I dated. Why would you say that? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no. I think... I, it's just, I don't know. It just feels like, are we still in the 90s? Like, what? what is going on? You would, th- I don't know. It's like you would think that you know you don't have to say things like don't 
don't say kind of insensitive things, but maybe you don't realize it's insensitive. In which case, maybe it's good and okay to explore uh, those kinds of things and learn more about like, you know, empathy and let's just explore that. Sorry, this is not a real, that's not a good. It's not, it's not a good takeaway. Should we try it again? <laughs> I feel like it's not a good takeaway, but I, I mean, it, it's not well, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but sorry, yes, so we can we do first, it again. Okay, so first the temp was like, it's it's okay to not be on a dating app. Second takeaway was don't have yellow fever, or if you do, please keep it to yourself. We could do a oh, three sorry, try. Should, should we do a three try? <laughs> We can. I'm trying. Now I'm just like stuck in those mindsets. But yes, we can do that. I think we do should it. keep all, all right. of this, to be honest. But uh. sure, sure. <laughs> this is great. I'm, I'm, I'm having a great time. I okay. I, as I just feel kind of bad because I feel like I'm ruining your podcast format and like the questions at the end. It's and okay. I'm like, I, it's okay. I've like gone on a whole rant about something that isn't technically a hobby, but also is. But anyways. Honestly, we've been talking for 37 minutes and I've had a good time, which is really all I personally care about. Like, I mean, I've kind of said this before, but uh, I do this for my personal enjoyment and I don't Mm -hmm. really understand why anybody would listen to this. So, you know, (laughs) so yeah, no, I I had a good time. So it's fine. It's fine. Okay. (laughs) Okay, good. <laughs> um but yeah well thank you very much I, this was this was a lovely conversation and uh i had a great time i laughed a lot so okay glad. and thank i'm, you I'm for glad that me. i have a i i got a chance to get to know you a little bit more now that you've yeah. moved away you're not part of the montreal game dev scene i'll come back i'll come back and visit and say hi to all the people <laughs> once COVID's over yeah whenever whenever, whenever that's gonna be Hopefully. yeah <laughs> oh Way to way to bring us back to a downer note. I know. <laughs> to, I'm sorry. To end the, <laughs> to end the podcast. <laughs> I'm so good at this. I'm just so <laughs> inspirational that way. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, have a great day. Me too. Thank you for listening. And thank you to Dave Wallace for providing the music. And thank you to Therese Lance for providing the logo. Bye.